when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hello. Hello. Again. Hello again. I feel like we're in purgatory. <laughs> like it's not it's not hell exactly because really? I enjoy doing the show. Are you that miserable? Um but uh, it's no it's just the the like repeating the same thing over and over aspect. This is we're on episode 3 of a four-part marathon. <laughs> we are doing four episodes and one sitting. We yeah. have Cheez-Its. We have, like, the dregs of the toffee-covered colored peanuts. <laughs> we're stretching. We're hydrating. Mm-hmm. We should be drinking is what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. I, but it is, like, 11.45 a.m. Who cares? I see Jameson over there and Kahlua. Let's mm-hmm. just mix everything. You have a little bit of everything. Let's just mix it all. That sounds like a good idea. This episode is brought to you by Jameson and Kahlua. <laughs> <laughs> Two ideas that should never go together. Um, I have made a cocktail with Jameson and Kahlua that was quite no. tasty. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. It Actually, was, it does sound like what would be okay. Um, I think it was like, it was espresso, Jameson, and Kahlua. I don't remember yeah. what the... Yeah, Proportions I think espresso were. would be the yep. the minister marrying those two ideas together. So uh, try, give that a try. <laughs> I'll I'll be shilling for Kahlua. <laughs> uh, that actually is true. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I yeah, I mm-hmm. yeah, I got paid pretty well by Kahlua this year for not this yeah. podcast, not this podcast, but the other less popular podcast, as That's I call right. it. This book is called uh, "Best Friend, <laughs> Hot Roommate" by Summer Brooks. You know, it just seems like right from the beginning I have a problem with it because it just seems like it's just stringing together too many things in one title. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> um, best friend, hot roommate, colleague, teacher. Well, here's the thing. We don't know if the best friend and the hot roommate are the same person or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we have to read on to, to find the answer to this mystery. Okay. Chapter one, Heather. The woman was making me feel better about being a single mom. It was something that not many people had accomplished since the birth of my son, Max. This is something we haven't experienced, Mm -hmm. I don't think. Single mom romance? I don't think we have. I don't either. I reached out for the box of tissues that I always kept handy for situations like this. Thank you. Oh. Oh. She sniffled as she pulled one out. I smiled and asked her to take a deep breath. As her therapist, it was my duty to make sure that she didn't have an anxiety attack in my presence. Isn't, is that actually the therapist's duty? No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> it's, 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 as her therapist, it's my duty to make sure we don't get into like any like, Anything, serious like, stuff yeah. that might be upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it light and breezy. It's just that she blew her nose and adjusted on the sofa. <laughs> it, she, she adjusted all over my sofa. Wait, so the therapist is the protagonist who is a single mom? Yes. Okay. It's just that... Just that he's so controlling, you know? He always wants to do things his way, raise our daughter Time the out. way he feels is right. Time out. This is a HIPAA violation. We're not supposed to know what's going on. <laughs> yes, it is. We are all now complicit in this in this misdemeanor. She could lose I, her license, yep. her fictional license. I nodded, pretending to empathize with her. That was another of my duty as a therapist. Uh, this to therapist pretend to is empathize? fucking terrible. Oh, my God. I could never let my clients feel as though they were being judged. Has this person ever been to therapy? What the fuck is going on? This person didn't even do the, the, the author didn't even do the basics and research about what a therapist does. At least the father of your child didn't run away, I thought. Images of Max's father, Wayne, infiltrated. Oh, now she's thinking about herself. Great. Yes, infiltrated my brain. Sorry, did you say something? <laughs> I was, I was like thinking about something important here. 
infiltrated my brain, and I pushed them away immediately. Shit, I mumbled, cutting off Mindy's whining. What? Her whining? <laughs> she got a whining? She's the worst. Shit, I mumbled, cutting off Mindy's whining when I heard the sound of my son's cries coming from inside my bedroom. I'm so sorry. I stood and set my note back on the side table. I have to get this. It won't be long, I promise. This was the second time Max had woken up within the last hour. My son probably got a sense of my boredom and was looking to help me out. That's what I told myself anyway. The truth, however, was I just wasn't able to get him to nap for extended periods in the afternoon so I could get work done. Maybe more Benadryl. That's what I'd say. Yep. You know, we should just reschedule. I mean, that would fit with uh, everything else (laughs) we know about her character. Uh Uh, Just give him a little of that uh, fentanyl. You know, we should just reschedule, Mindy said, reaching for the doorknob. I get it. Managing things with a newborn isn't the easiest thing to do. Her anger toward her husband had turned into annoyance toward me. So unfair. So unfair. Or maybe you should take some time for yourself, Heather. Try try to rearrange your schedule a a little. I clenched my jaw, resisting the urge to lunge at her. For one, I was her counselor, not the other way around. Secondly, I didn't have time to take some time off. I lived in New York City as a single mother whose finances were so bad she had to had to share an apartment with her friend. Okay. That's how okay. bad things have gotten, that she has to share an apartment with her friend in New York. And That is rock bottom. But also, this is her therapist's office, is shared... Housing mm-hmm. situation with her friend. Yep, and her, her, her baby. son. Yep. Yeah, okay. The friend who had just shown up moaning into the apartment. Rachel Phillips, who dated a new man every week, was back home after what I assumed was a several hour long rave. I was holding my son in my arms, breastfeeding and trying oh. to appease him. And what? the client is still here? Mm, I think maybe she left. I don't know. When I heard disturbing noises coming from the living room, I let out a sigh, assuming they were bumping into things while impatiently trying to get each other's clothes off. Oh, Rachel, having sex while she's seeing a client. Maybe. Oh, I think the client left just before the sex began, oh, but I'm not God. sure. This was not an uncommon occurrence. I usually had to cover Max's ears so we didn't have to hear Rachel's loud moaning every other day. The white noise had become my best friend since I moved in with her after I quit my previous job at Initial Concept. <laughs> I'd climbed the ladder and thoroughly impressed... Initial oh, Concept was her first thought of what to call the company. <laughs> so we need to pause here because I just realized um, the game uh, depends on you not having heard the names of a couple of upcoming characters. Okay. So um, the thing that sold me on this book was the names of some of the supporting characters, um, mm-hmm. not the ones we've met so far. Uh, so I'm going to read six names... Uh, some of them are real names of characters in this book, and some of them are ones I made up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to, first of all, spot the trend and mm-hmm. uh, guess uh, real name or fake name. Mm-hmm. Zach Hardone. Can you spell Hardone? H-A-R-D-O-N-E. Like hard one. Mm-hmm. Fake. Correct. Xander Smallwood. Real. Real. You're good at this. Uh, Lucius Beavers. <laughs> I want that to be real, but it's fake. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> Eddie Prixton. That's real. Fake. No, oh, good one. Prixton. Gina like... Quimsworthy. Quimsworthy. <laughs> oh. Gina Quimsworthy? Mm-hmm. Real. Fake. Mm. Neil Rodwell. <laughs> now I'm losing my confidence. Uh, real. Real. Okay. Okay. I did pretty well. You got both of the real real ones correct. 
I'd climbed the ladder and thoroughly impressed my then boss, Xander Smallwood, <laughs> but I couldn't for the life of me handle the stress at work while also taking care of a new newborn all on my own. I needed a career in something that didn't require me to leave my son with a nanny all day. More than not wanting to do so, I didn't have the funds for that kind of luxury. Counseling had always been a backup option for me. I never. <laughs> it should have. It, it shows, honey. I never like to listen to people's problems. Oh my god! <laughs> this should be like a warning tale. And mm-hmm. what color is your parachute? Exactly. But it was my best path given the circumstances. Was it really? Was it really? And literally, you'd be a better at anything. Mm-hmm. It was what I went to school for, and it was time for me to make decisions. And failed. That, yep, that were right for Max instead of being selfish and chasing after my corporate dream at initial concept. <laughs> With the headphones in my ears, I sat myself down in the rocking chair holding my son. I could no longer hear Rachel's sex bed creak, but I couldn't help sex my mind bed from wandering. Creak? Is that a that's a uh, that's a scent? I think. <laughs> oh yes. Um, Calvin Klein's. I um, yeah, I went. I went whitewater creek. rafting up Sex Bed Creek. <laughs> Sex Bed Creek. I'd have thought I would get used to her ways after a few months of living with her, but my impatience had only grown since. Rachel still worked at the firm that I left about half a year ago. Her life was exactly the way mine should have been, minus the sex. Initial concept. Um, yes. What is that? Her life was exactly the way mine should have been, minus the sex. Oh, I envied her, but not so much in the sex department because I'd never been a new, weak, new guy kind of girls girl. Rachel was a free bird. <laughs> free bird. <laughs> free bird. <laughs> she had no rules, no curfews. This bird will never change. Um, this bird you cannot change, right? And no one to worry about apart from herself. Max was most definitely the best thing that had happened to me. When I found out I was pregnant, I never could have thought I would say those words, but it's exactly how I felt every time I held my flesh and blood in my arms. However, my life after conceiving the little guy had changed drastically, and I put aside all of my dreams to align my life's vision with his. Without a partner in sight, I was all that he had, and it was my job to make sure he grew up with the kind of stability he deserved. (sighs) I took out the headphones from my ears to see if the sex episode was over. <laughs> Get or, back to that. That's the only episode. exciting thing. And also more more pleased of her being a horrible therapist because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yes, that was great. Squinting my eyes, I waited for a second to make sure that it was before I set them down across from me on the bed. Wrong call. I had to grab them <laughs> right back when she was at it again. I couldn't blame her. She was young and wanted to make the most of it. But that didn't stop me from hating my friend a little bit more each time she did what she did. Did what she did. <sighs> Once Max was asleep and heard the sound of the main door close, I put him in his crib and walked into the living room. Rachel stood in the kitchen wearing an oversized t-shirt and munching on cookies. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's 4 p.m., Rach, I said, glancing at the wall <laughs> clock, then right back at her. I know it is, Heather, she replied, <laughs> knowing what I had coming for her. You started drinking early in the morning today? She closed her eyes and shook her head. You make me sound like a fucking drunkard, Heather. Nobody says drunkard, ever. No no one? Yes, it's 4 p.m., but it's also Saturday afternoon. And no, I didn't just randomly start drinking in the morning. I went to a nice brunch with Neil, and we happened to get bottomless mimosas. Neil, I said. Neil Rodwell. Ah. The same guy you were sleeping with last week? (laughs) Well, I mean, Rodwell. Yeah. She tilted her head to the side and brought a hand to her waist. Wow, Heather, just wow. It took you five minutes to insinuate that I'm not only a drunkard, but also a whore. That's not what I I paused, fully aware that no justification would help the situation. You know what? Forget it. Yeah, that is exactly what she meant to, to imply. I turned around to go inside my living room, but Rachel sprinted across the living room with a red face before I could turn the doorknob. 
Forget what? No, Heather, I think it's time we talked. Um, this is tense. Yeah. This is really tense. This I is like looked, a really angry book. Uh-huh. I looked her over. She was clearly a bit tipsy, which is never a good thing to be when having a serious conversation well, with anyone. Well, you're a therapist. You should know. No, she likes to get all of her clients a little drunk. Yeah. It, it just helps the conversation flow. <laughs> But she was tempting me. Every cell in my body wanted to tell her she was a complete bitch. It was not being considerate of the fact that I had a newborn baby living in the apartment with us. Okay, so here's the thing. A baby will sleep through anything. A newborn baby. Uh-huh. Like, it, it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, maybe mom wants to take a nap and is interrupted by the fuck creeks or whatever it was. But... <laughs> sex, be- sex bed creeks? Um, I'm really but, up sex yeah. bed creeks. <laughs> Um, I think more worrisome is the fact that her her counseling sessions are in this space than the kids. Slightly unprofessional if you're in the midst of a a counseling session and from the next room you're like, oh. Uh, I tried my hardest to frame my thoughts in the softest manner possible, but the words ended up rolling out of me. Why couldn't you be the one to go to Neil's place instead? (laughs) Wow, that was was real harsh. She raised her eyebrows and moved her neck toward me. Whoa. What happened to the rest of her face? <laughs> I, I, in a recent book, someone moved their head toward someone, which, which you yeah. can't actually do, but sounds weird. Yeah. Moving your neck toward someone, you can't even do that. Without your head coming right. with it. Say what? I repeated Say myself. Say what? Says no one. Mm-hmm. Even though her response was rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> Rage filled me seeing the way she reacted to my reasonable question. So now you're going to tell me who I can bring into my own apartment? As much as I wanted to raise my own voice, the last thing I wanted was to have Max wake up again. Shh, <laughs> is all I said in response while pointing at my bedroom door. She looked back, then turned to me. It's crazy how much you've changed, Heather. I shrugged. Yeah, no shit I've changed. I had a baby, remember? She spread her arms and looked <laughs> at the ceiling as she compl- comp- contemplated her next verbal attack spread her arms and looked at the ceiling. Okay. Because she's a martyr. Yes. And I, and I want to help you with that, but you've just become a controlling bitch. Oh, wow. Okay. I laughed. Whore and bitch. We're, we're, we're hitting the... the... <sighs> you want to help me raise Max by doing what? Having loud sex in the next room? She rolled her eyes and crossed her arms. At least I'm having sex. I slow clapped and looked at her with disgust spreading mm. across my face. Well, congratulations on that. I'm sorry I'm not as cool as you are, that I don't have men drooling over me and I don't have time to throw myself at them every other day like you do. Mm. Is this their, is this their, like, the hate part and they're going to fuck later? It seems like it. I think she's going to drop this roommate for a hot room, for for a hot male roommate. But Uh. I don't know. I, I like the lesbian interpretation better. Yeah. She didn't respond for several seconds. Her eyes aimed at the floor. (laughs) I could tell she wasn't happy about what she'd said to me. She was unable to look me in the eye, and any qualified psychologist would be able to read basic body language. (laughs) This is so bad. Wait, what did she do? What did she say? Um, What was so horrible that the roommate said? um, She said, oh, she called her a controlling bitch. Ah. Um, but Rachel Phillips would die before putting her ego aside and apologizing. As her longtime friend, however, I knew her heart was in the right place. That's not exactly true, she blurted out. Which part, I asked. You've got plenty of men drooling all over you, she continued. Brad, for instance? My laughter wasn't tainted with anger this time around. I really hope we find out what Brad's last name is. (laughs) My laughter wasn't tainted with anger this time around. It was genuine. What? She chuckled. It's true. He's always checking you out. Neil thinks so, too. 
I tightened my lips instantly. Neil, you discussed my non-existent love life with Neil, the guy you've known for two weeks? She waved an arm and plopped herself on the couch next to me. Well, they're, they're, they're wait, was, she went from, the roommate went from calling her a controlling bitch to now they're chummy again? Yes. That was a very fast transition. This, this book is called Whiplash. <laughs> I had to discuss it with someone since you never want to talk about how deprived your vagina is. Besides, Neil is close friends with Brad. How did you not know that? I, I don't know who Brad is. I, know. I didn't have an answer for her. I, too, was baffled that I wasn't aware of this guy, especially if he was close friends with Brad. I guess the only thing he and I ever talk about is me, I said guiltily. Oh, come on. <laughs> Bradley Coleman. Mm, come disappointing. on. Disappointing. Bradley Prixton. Bradley mm-hmm. Prixton was one of my closest <laughs> friends. Some would argue that he was, in fact, my best friend. Oh, best friend, hot roommate. Uh-huh. I hesitated to use that term because I'd known the guy for less than a year. I met him through Rachel while I was pregnant with Max, and he quickly became my go-to person for everything. He was my punching bag and my sounding board all in one. Oh, poor guy. Yep. My, I, my best friend is the one I punch the most. It's so. not okay. <laughs> He had the kind of life that I could only hope to have one day. He was rich and powerful, but more Mm -hmm. important, he had the freedom to do whatever the hell he wanted to, just like Rachel, but with more money than I could possibly imagine. Oh, God. This book is the worst. Anyway, she said, lifting her feet and resting them on the coffee table in front. I hate all the characters. I'm going to nap for a bit. Her eyes closed, and I got up feeling a... (laughs) Just right there. Her eyes closed, and I got up (laughs) feeling a combination of anger and guilt. In a way, Rachel was correct. I had no right to tell her what she could or couldn't do because she paid half the rent for this place. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Couldn't do because she, comma, paid half the rent for this place. (laughs) Okay. At the same time, however, she had no right to make me feel my life was pathetic. There was no doubt about it, but I didn't need my own friend reminding me of that so harshly. (sighs) Have they introduced the the son's name yet max okay he's the only redeemable creature in this book and <laughs> yeah, i bet totally. i'll hate him too oh yeah soon. for sure sure i had a dry vagina and no oh, time to even consider fooling around with a man you don't have a dry vagina when you're not having sex i, I understand matthew I understand. Thank you. But Rachel had always been more free-spirited compared to me. Besides, I wasn't always so drab. My oh, way- <laughs> God. She's got she's got drab vagina. Any psychologist would recognize it. <laughs> but besides, I wasn't always so drab. My way of life changed dramatically after Max's father abandoned me when I told him I was pregnant. Wayne Holt. Mm, mm. No. No. Um, Wayne Pohl, the biggest mistake <laughs> of changing, my life. Changing yep. the name. Who'd ironically given me my sunshine had now crept back into my thoughts. That sounds like herpes. Yes. I cursed him as I remembered how he'd asked me to get an abortion. My eyes welled with tears when his words came rushing back to me. I hated him, and I needed not to for the sake of my remaining for my remaining sanity. I flipped over my phone and thought about what Rachel just told me about Bradley. She was probably just being her silly self when she said all those stupid things about him drooling over me. There's no way he'd be romantically interested in an average woman like me. Oh, well, her self-esteem. You know, she should go see a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she should. Only a good one. Yeah. His life was big, larger than what a commoner's daily routine Uh, looked uh, like. uh, Are you living your biggest life? I'm living a commoner's life, Mm -hmm. apparently. Yeah. I doubted he had even a moment of free yeah, time to think about me. Can you see my drab vagina? <laughs> just kidding. I know you have. <laughs> Did you say just kidding? I know you have. That's not to say that he wasn't always there to talk to me when I needed an ear. Okay. So punching bag. 
She stole his ear. Okay. She ripped off his ear like Mike Tyson. That said, I was positive I'd been friend-zoned, which was perfect and exactly what I wanted. His life might have been a dream, but it was anything but stable and what I, and what I would consider normal. That, however, didn't stop me from wanting him to be my sounding board at the moment. She <laughs> hey, is judgmental. Also, it sounds like she wants him to be her sounding board for this dilemma of does he have the hots for right. her or not? <laughs> can't, I'm sorry, can't so, use him for that. There's this guy. Let's call him Bram. <laughs> let's call him Brand. He was a good listener, way better than I was, even though I was a psychologist and listened to people's Seriously? problems for a living. Yeah, at least, at least she's self-aware about that. She sucks. His phone was busy when I called him. Probably for the best, I mumbled, assuming he was at work. He worked so hard, just like I did. Nope, nope. She, she does not. You don't work that hard. But our motivations couldn't be more different. I needed money while he needed power. How does she know this? What, yeah, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. My phone rang just before I set it back down. I grimaced and jumped at it, hoping that Max wouldn't wake up again. It was Brad. Oh! Next chapter. Chapter two. Wait, why did you? I love that you yelled the next thing. Next chapter. <laughs> Bradley. Bradley. I tapped my fingers on my desk while Kimberly and I stared at each other. Those few minutes were more like hours, and I could feel the unease creeping beneath my skin. I needed to get this over with. We both did. The tension was killing us. The phone finally rang, and she sprang from her seat. I raised my hand and nodded. I'll take it. She sat back down and looked at the team that was directly involved with securing the deal with this high-profile client. What's happening? Uh, boardroom. He's uh, trying to get power. But it seems like the team is sitting in the room with them while they're having this tense moment and ignoring the team. Hmm. Hello, I said, settling back and Hello? feeling the tension disappearing. <laughs> it was the decisive moment, and no amount of worry was going to change the inevitable. Mr. Mr. Prixton, how are you? After a quick round of pleasantries, Brian O'Leary handed the phone to the main man, the one client my father and I had been secretly fighting to win, Sheik Azira of Dubai. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, maybe, maybe Sheik Azira is going to be the mm -hmm. hot roommate. Mm -hmm. Bradley, Bradley, he said, his voice deep, I hope you are doing fine. It's good to hear from you, sir. My team and I had been exchanging emails and phone calls with his assistant, O'Leary, for a few months now. <laughs> O'Leary? Uh <-huh. laughs> okay. And it wasn't until that moment that he personally contacted me. That could mean only one thing. I had beaten my father. Mm. Sheik Azira had co chosen to go with Cole Advisory instead of HC Accounting. Mm. I was going to handle personal finances for one of the wealthiest men in the world. But most importantly, it meant it was a slap in the face of Herman Coleman, a.k.a. Herman Prixton. I am afraid that I have decided to go with your father's firm, he uh, said. Oh. That stings. My stomach dropped. I glanced at everyone's smiling faces as they sensed the unwelcome news and began whispering to one another. We got fucked. Why are they smiling? They were smiling when oh. he got the call. I was like, hey, uh, hey, Sheik. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit. Okay. I am sorry, the man continued. I did not know that Cole Advisory for, was separate from HC Accounting. When did you start your own venture? It seems like that's something O'Leary should have figured out. <laughs> Don't you like, think? I think O'Leary is getting the hook here mm -hmm. real quick. The Sheik wasn't the first person to have been confused about Cole Advisory being completely separate from HC Accounting, which was my father's firm. It was way older and had the kind of big-name clients that most accounting firms could only dream of having in their corner. That's okay, sir. I'm so sorry about the confusion. What followed was my after my fake apology was a series of questions about Herman Coleman, my legendary father whom Sheik Azira couldn't stop praising. He is a brilliant man, your father. 
He was still mm-hmm. talking, and I wasn't sure why I was listening anymore. I sighed. By the way, accounting is not managing the money. No, no. you're right. It's like managing the books for the business. And like doing the taxes and stuff. Right. And you don't usually get that much more money for being an accountant to whoever. You know what I mean? Like, Well, but I mean, I think if you've got a big. That's true. Like if you're, if you're the accountant for, I mean, the, it's not just the chic personally. It's his whole operate. It's all chicory. <laughs> it's all chicory. Have you been to the chicory? That's delicious. <laughs> Love that restaurant. Mm-hmm. He was still talking and I wasn't sure why I was listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. I sighed and pressed the speaker button before placing the phone on my desk for everyone to hear. The team gathered around it like bees to honey. My mm-hmm. assistant, Kimberly, kept her gaze fixed on gaze. me. Gaze! <sighs> Reading my face while Azira went around in circles. Reading my face, okay. Lecturing me on how valuable it would be for my career to work under my father's guidance. Citing an urgent meeting, I was able to end the call as politely as I could. There was a silence in the room, the kind that leads to a storm. (laughs) That's a a bit of great writing right there. (laughs) Though I didn't feel stormy just yet, I was positive, even hopeful. We'll get the next one, I said, and the smiles (laughs) returned to people's faces. Really? This is how business works. We just lost this enormous account. (laughs) But the smiles Better luck luck next time. Okay, cool, boss. I won't worry about it. We're just happy you're happy, and we're scared of you. And that's why we're smiling all of a sudden. That's true. And you're all fired. <laughs> Except for Kimberly's. She knew me all too well, and perhaps that's why she hesitated to draw my attention to, to my phone again. It was my father. Oh, he's calling to rub in the chic thing. Oh, I hate when people call in to rub the chic thing. Yep. Everyone out, I ordered, and waited oh, to answer until my phone was empty. I cleared my throat and pressed the green button. Son, he said, the gloating oozing from his voice. Son, he said. What do you want, Dad? <laughs> Can't I just call my son to say hello? Oh, gross. I, I rolled my eyes and placed one leg atop the other. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> making a leg stack. <laughs> Stacking them like lumber. <laughs> we both know why you've called. He laughed and I didn't react. The last thing I wanted to do was give him more power than he already had. I couldn't let him get to me. So, heard from any sheiks recently? Oh, gross. <laughs> okay, it didn't really say okay. that. I'm impressed, son. You really thought that the royal family of Dubai would let an amateur 35-year-old handle its finances? I curled my fingers into a fist and felt the phone vibrate against my ear just as I was about to snap at him. It was Heather. I declined her call to continue that gut-wrenching conversation with my father. I wanted to see the amount of garbage that he could spew from his mouth. You think you can, you think you can just steal my last name and build a name for yourself so easily? Okay, that was it. I didn't steal your last name, Dad. I was born with it. Oh, that's a great nice. comeback. I brought my fingers to my temples, wishing there was a way to virtually shake him up and bring him to reality. Okay. Mm. You tell yourself whatever it is you need to, he said. But remember, you will never. I clenched my jaw and threw the phone across the room before he could finish his godforsaken sentence. Kimberly stormed inside the office after hearing the thumping sound. Uh, Mr. Coleman, she said, concerned. Are you okay? I covered my eyes. <laughs> okay, your secretary voice is terrible. <laughs> I know. Mr. Coleman? Okay, are you okay? I think I'm trying to be like uh, Victoria Jackson from uh, 90s SNL. Okay. Um, 
she was one of the people who were important, few people who were important to me. I didn't have much family, no siblings, and I wasn't particularly close to my parents either. Uh, uh, clearly. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be factually incorrect. I hated my father. And my mother, well, she shared the same values as him, but we got along fine. Being a mere socialite, she and I usually didn't have much to talk about. Um, that was a slam. Mm-hmm. She'd seemed, to have, she'd seemed to have learned her lesson and backed away from my life when she noticed that I harbored hatred for her in my heart. Uh, as a healthy person would. Mm-hmm. Son, I can't help but notice that you harbor hatred for me in your heart. So <laughs> okay, I'm just going to I'm just, just going to peace bounce. out. Yeah. I'm going to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> I got some, so- me- some socialite stuff she to do. She was a mere socialite. Would she say I'm going to bounce? Maybe. Mm, I don't know. That's who she's hanging with. My parents were filthy rich control freaks, and I'd lived a majority of my young adult life doing what they thought was best for me. It was always about their reputation, their demands, instead of my dreams and desires. When I'd have had enough of living under my father's shadow and reached that tipping point, wow, that was a lot of metaphors, I quit <laughs> his firm and started my own. That's when this, when this race between him and I began. He and I? Between him and me. Him and me. <laughs> Just the beginning, I would tell myself every time Herman Coleman got ahead. In our line of work, buttering people up was key, and my father had become an expert at kissing people's asses. Mm. Apparently, the only people he was real with was me, his son, and I looked right through his facade. Mm-hmm. And Okay. And we're out of time. I care so little about that character mm-hmm. meeting the horrible therapist. I am, yeah, first of all, I wanted the whole book to be bad therapy. And mm-hmm. I'm actually, I think, angry that they introduced characters named Xander Smallwood and Neil Rodwell. And then, and then the main guy was it? just Coleman. Yeah. Like, I, why? I know. Um, but that was uh, hot best friend, hot roommate, or whatever. Um, what do you got for us next time? Ooh, hopefully something exciting we have for next time. Not Hot Scott Christmas. That's going to be the time after. Fine. We have Somebody to Love by Summer Cooper. Okay. Somebody to Love. Well, Summer that's two summers Cooper. in a row. Uh, best friend, hot roommate is by Summer Brooks. Oh, nice. Cool. Cool. Summer buddies. Yeah. Um, You can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on facebook.com slash TVC, which this week stands for Look Inside This Brad Cooper. Wait, was it Brad Brad Coleman? Sorry. Bradley 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 Cooper Cooper is someone someone else. else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Star is born. All right. See you next time. Bye. 